Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back to the Catback Podcast, episode number 34. Kenny! One year, Joey. One year. We made it a year. A full calendar year. It's crazy. Happy anniversary. Yes! Yes! <laughs> we made it through one year of marriage. Oh, that's awesome. Congratulations. I'm so glad we were able to make this last four years and have lots to talk about today a lot it's been a fun ride so far mm-hmm. it's gonna be really fun today because i got a lot of stuff to get off my chest oh you are on one today mm-hmm, man mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> what we got going on well first of all we're gonna we're gonna talk about an, an, an outing we had today at a local card shop sure and then we're going to talk about the home stretch of major league baseball we're going to talk about the kickoff of college and pro football. That's going to eat up a lot of our time today, but we're going to do some picks. We're going to get back into oh yes, picking sports, the reason we kind of started this podcast. Yes. And I won't mention where we left off with our picks, but you go back to about episode number 26. And you can Before we had birthday parties and different special events, uh, we were rolling, and we should do it. Legally, since we're in a state that allows that. Soon. It's coming. I can't wait. It's coming. So We're going to have to do wellness checks on you. Oh, man. <laughs> because I tell you, I think I could do it. I could make... And that's how I know you're in trouble. I could make a, a $100 a day. You think so? Yes. I could do it. I could... Uh, times 100. So I could easily make side money of $35,000. Easily. Easily. Absolutely easy. Then why doesn't everybody do it if it's easy? Because they're not as smart as me. Oh, okay. But it look, today, today we were at a local card shop, and we said, let's let's get a mini helmet. Just get a mini helmet. Just see what happens. Keep a it. mini helmet that's sealed in a package. Yeah, correct. We, yeah. That we were just, we had a gambling bug, and we wanted to buy a sealed up mini helmet from this year's draft guys that got drafted this year their team helmet and a signature and we picked one between the two of us and we just split it and we did our own little Joey and Kenny um, break at the card shop with, yes. the, with the owner and one of his managers at the card shop sure fun, did fun 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 it was fun and um, I opened it and I was excited because I saw the little fleur de lis of the new Orleans Saints <laughs> and I liked it I liked the helmet and so I said oh this is so cool but I'm so old that I thought it was Archie Manning or Drew Brees or Jameis Winston. I don't know. And it was a kid from Arizona State, maybe. No, Fre- Fresno, Fresno State. Fresno State. Yep. Uh, quarterback there. So we called uh, our local New Orleans Saints beat writer who loves the Saints, a friend of yours. And he liked the kid. And so we were like, man, that was cool. But it was addictive. And it's a fourth-round pick. Guy that's I guess he made the 53. I don't know he if he's on the roster. So I said, let's do it one more time. I'll go buy one. So we did another one. What happened with the second one, Joe? What happened? Well, we are opening it up. And What'd you see? I saw a little silver, a little blue, a little black. And I knew immediately what it was, and I closed it and looked at you. And you said, no. No, no, no. no there's no, no way. There's no like, way. There's way. There's way. There's way. And and I'm not talking about a Jonathan Mingo signed helmet. It is who? What, 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 first of all, where do we reside? What state are we in? 
the beautiful state of North Carolina. What's the NFL team that resides in the southern part of North Carolina? The only one that matters, the Carolina Panthers. <sighs> Mr. Bryce Young. Bryce Young. Hey, I, my memory's terrible. The draft was like in April. Yeah. I have a terrible memory. Where, where did, what position did he go? Um, huh. If I'm not mistaken, I know he was early, right? He was early. He see. Was was that he first was, day on Thursday night. Yeah, it was. Oh, that's right. He was the number one overall no pick. No shit. Number one? Damn. So, got the Bryce Young signed Panthers helmet. That was really exciting. That was. That was really cool. But it did not make me not want to gamble. That's the problem. <laughs> it probably made it worse because uh, they only had 12 helmets to choose from. 12 boxes. Yeah, 12 boxes. From. And it could have been anybody. And it was Bryce Young. I know. We don't need to see Marvin Harrison Jr. get hurt. Now he's mm. the top five pick. Yeah. Wow. But, but anyway, so we had a great day at the card shop um, we have a problem with autographs and yes. baseball cards and garbage pail kids and um, NFL cards NBA what do you call the things the, the Funko Pops yeah we have a problem with those I guess for you old people they're like starting lineup figurines um, kind of back then a little more cartoonish than that probably yeah. yeah and not supposed to be who's the guy the Seth MacFarlane guy who has those, what were those called? Those were more like authentic looking type players and stuff. They weren't like starting lineup figurines, but um, but today they've gone the whole other end of the spectrum with the cartoon stuff. And I kind of like the cartoon stuff. I think it's neat. It's pretty cool. Um, but, uh, but yeah, so we had fun at the local card shop. And I'm hoping they get on board with the podcast and we can do stuff there. I think that would be. They seem kind of excited about the idea of maybe doing some kind of small partnership. Yeah, but he was kicking around and talked about you know doing the breaks you show me all the time with their like either their inserts or their yeah their mats mats Mm -hmm. or their whatever so that the backdrops would be advertising for them and uh, so yeah I'm I'm really excited because I can see how opening things now today um, you're not opening a whole set. So you know what you're going to get today. It's uh, got a gambling element to it, and uh, I can see how people get addicted to it. I was so surprised how crowded the shop shop was on a Saturday. It was. The weather's perfect. It's 84 degrees outside. You think you'd be doing stuff outside yard work? All these college sports that are on Major League Baseball, getting ready for NFL season, and to have men, women, and children in the card shop, I thought was crazy. So it explains to me. The type of cars that were in the parking lot and how much money they must be making. So correct. Yeah. Um, so once again, we're missing the boat when we should be doing that. But anyway, we'll we'll address that later. But we're gonna. We, we had a great day. Today was a good day. Um, and uh, oh, was it now? Oh, it was, oh I, <laughs> no! I can see how the lyrics of the song would go from that. But yeah, we're gonna we're gonna finish up Major League Baseball, and um, we will uh, talk a little college football and college realignment uh, by conference and the kickoff of the national football league is what six days away thursday football's fat back baby it's It's fat man the only thing about it is when football starts everything else is kind of shuts down yeah i mean nobody cares and your braves are having just an absolute wonderful season can you just go and give us world series rings it'd be great (laughs) 
<laughs> best team in baseball. They're, they're winning at a 650 clip. They are the best team in baseball. Hey, uh, but you're birds. Well, yeah. They, who, who saw that coming, honestly? No, and that brings me to point one today in the podcast about gambling. So I looked the other day. The Orioles have a, a one-and-a-half game lead in the American League East. Um, if you had put $100 in February of 2023 on the Baltimore Orioles to win the American League East, you would have made – Somewhere between two thousand dollars profit because wow. they were plus twenty one hundred to plus twenty five hundred twenty four hundred dollars profit. If you had bet, so you got twenty eight games to go. You would be thrilled to watch the last three and a half four weeks of the season if you had a hundred dollar betting slip for the chance at two thousand. Yep. So, being the world's and I use the world's largest, biggest <laughs> fanatic Orioles fan. Um, why didn't I do such? Man, because I'm stupid, first of all. And I thought I'd be throwing $100 away. Sure. And they are going to mess around and win the American League East. And I'm going to wish I had that $2,000. But your Braves, best team in the National League. Orioles, best team in the American League. Dodgers were right there with the Orioles. Same 83-50 and 50 kind of record. But your Braves have pounded them the first two nights. Not by score, but to go out to L.A. and win the first two games of a four-game series is pretty impressive. And to watch Acuna Jr. and Betts on Thursday night was sick. Acuna hits the grand slam, Betts hits two home runs. I guess those are your two front runners for National League MVP. I think it's got to be, yeah. One of those two. And Acuna to have 30 home runs and 60 stolen bases, that's sick. If he, if he can hit 10 more home runs, that's a number out there that 40, 60? That's, that's just stupid, man. How good. How good. And then Betts not win the National League MVP, and he was player of the month twice so far this year. Yeah. I, what? But anyway. And then flip to the American League. I'm all in on Gunnar Henderson. Gosh. Um, I guess he's the front runner for Rookie of the Year. I don't think be, so. Be nice to get it in a year that Otani wins AL MVP. Um, last night they lose the game at Arizona, but he's at shortstop, and there's a a flare hit to left field, and Joey he's running full speed and catches it over his shoulder, kind of Willie May style basket, basket catch. Plants his right foot, turns and throws like a th- two hop, mm-hmm. two two and a half hop, uh, throw to the plate, and I think it was. Maybe Cody Carroll. I can't remember the runner at third for Arizona, but Adley t- tags him out. It was just sick, man. I mean, he just that sort of sums up. Sums up. He's a, he's a special ball player. So anyway, we're pretty good. I look back at our picks, and we're going to be pretty good. Your Diamondbacks are right there, hanging on in that third wild card spot. Man, and if you, get, if you get that, that that's just good. That'd be one of the craziest calls ever because. Like the Orioles winning the East, that's kind of out there. And um, but less than a month ago, we'll pay attention to baseball, but all eyes, ears, senses are on college and pro football. And um, speaking of which, um, before we get there, you s- Braves Dodgers National League Championship Series. It would be terrific. Home field will go to the Braves. Braves win that, right? And get to the World Series. I, I think so. Makes me very nervous. Right. Dodgers seem to be our kryptonite. So it, it does make me nervous, but 
this is a different type of Braves team. I feel good. If we can stay healthy down the final stretch and getting through the postseason, I feel really good about winning the pennant. And if you take three out of four and then a month from now, six weeks from now, playing them in the NLCS, yeah, easy to something at Labor Day to look right back to, hey, we went out there and took care of business. So as much as I hate to admit it, they are the best team in baseball, and to me, they're the odds-on favorite to win the World Series. Yeah. And, yeah, and I'm okay with that because my birds are too early. They weren't expected to be 83-51 and 51 at this point. I, I would have never guessed they would ever this year have been 34 games over 500 at one point. So I'm pleased where they are with the starting pitching staff they have, losing their closer. Um, the future's bright for the Atlanta Braves and the Baltimore Orioles. Yep. So we can we cannot be upset about baseball and that's what started this podcast. The logo was Braves and Orioles. Yeah. So and and you talk about carrying the banner this year. Those two teams have been really, really good. And I love it. I mean I, I love it. So sometimes it just follows you. And so we've been real <laughs> we've been real good this year. And uh and today picking that helmet and sometimes you just get Aces, just the way it works, you know. <laughs> so, um, how uh, who who's gonna push the birds in the playoffs? Who, who's it, your yeah. fears? If the, if the, if they still had Batista, Hicks, and John Means to the roster, um, they they struggle with those Astros. Yeah. And I'll tell you why. Because the Astros, they do this every year. I think they've been in seven straight postseasons, two World Series, um. To me, they're the team to represent the American League. It'll be the really? Braves and Astros. Yeah. Okay. I, I, it, yeah, the Orioles can play with them, but that's over a six-month season, and you got a lot of games with. I'll take a shot at like the Tigers, you know, and the yeah. Royals and the Athletics. Um, now you're going to get the best of the best, and I don't worry about Toronto, and I don't worry about. Um, I don't worry about if Boston sneaks in. I don't, I don't worry about. Um, Texas, they've fallen on hard times. They've only won three of the last fourteen. Um, to me, it's, it's it's the Astros, you know, and um, they're um, they're just they're just built for the postseason. Um, Altuve might have gotten hurt last night. That could be a problem, but but they're good. I I, I think the Astros. I, I think the Braves. I mean, excuse me. I think the Orioles get. Um, I think they win the East. They hold on even with no closer. I think they win the East, and um, obviously they skip the wild card round. And uh, I think if they get paired up with the Astros and the ACLs, they just ACL, ALCS, they just run out of gas. Um, but I think it's Astros Braves World Series. But I would not complain at all if the season stopped today. The Orioles have won as many games as they did last year, so okay. I, I could not be more pleased with the 2023 baseball season. So what's going to happen mm-hmm. on this podcast mm-hmm. and between us mm-hmm. if if it's the Braves, Orioles, and the World, and the World Series, Series? We'll have a problem. Here's the problem. I want to go, but you're to sit lower level, you're $2,000. Yeah. And I, I want to go. But, man, and we could hit one in Atlanta and one in Baltimore. Baltimore. No kidding. Two of seven How cool games would that be? or two of six games, two of four games, however, many, however long the series goes. Um, oh, I would love it. I would, have, and I'm so excited about 
months ago when I texted you, the Braves are young, the Braves are athletic. The Orioles are young, the Orioles are athletic. This is what you want for baseball. Old teams that aren't athletic, they're dumping people. Mets, Yankees, and they're going to finish toward the back end of their division. If If the Mets didn't have the teams they have in the National League East, I mean, it's like the American League East. I mean, the Yankees are going to probably finish last, right at 500. Doesn't hurt my feelings. Don't smile when you say that. <laughs> I mean, they'll spend the money to get younger and better. And look, they call up the young 20-year-old yesterday, and his first or second pitch out Verlander home run. Yep. Baseball's changing. It's not an old man's field game. It's a young, athletic, analytic game. And uh, and that, that, that sort of wrecks everybody's nerves. You, you remember when you told me the rule changes and I blacked out. You know, I lost my, lost my <laughs> like shit. Like everybody that podcast. listens remember I, Yeah, I, I went insane. But I love it. I love a sped-up athletic game. Love it. it. That's why everybody is, all the sports bars today is watching football from noon to midnight. That's, that's what they want to see, action and points and plays that, you know, I don't know. But if the Braves and Orioles get in the World Series, it, you know, it'll be in Atlanta have home field. Um, it would be an easy drive to Atlanta and an easy drive to Baltimore to, to go see October baseball, World Series. I, I, I could not imagine we start this podcast and at the end of year one, those two are in the World Series. That would be crazy. That, that's, a, that's a pie in the sky. That's, you know, but it, it would really be so awesome if it happened. But, um, but I, I could not be more comfortable where my baseball team stands at the major league level, the professional level right now and to have the number one farm system and the reinforcements they can call up it used to be if they lost a guy on the roster like in 2014 Machado Weeders Davis Chris Davis all missed the postseason and they sweep the Tigers they beat Price Verlander Scherzer but they ran out of steam you gotta have those guys you gotta have a Machado you gotta have a Matt Weeders you gotta have a Chris Davis and um, I think they lost a closer this year, all-star closer, um, to a UCL injury. So, you know, I just think they're going to run out of steam. But but I, I could not be more happy. And I, I hope they get, as, obviously, as far as they can. World Series would be great. But if the season ended today, 83-51, and 51, I could not be more happy. And it's so cool to see Orange in that stadium again yes. and not fucking pinstripes and red Red Sox <laughs> crap. And uh, – I was going to say something mean, but I, I held it back. But uh, anyway, I was going to say teenagers from uh, Tampa Bay Rays teams. But anyway, uh, Rays fans. But, uh, you know, that's going to hurt them, losing Wander Franco. Oh, absolutely. Down the stretch. Yeah. And, and, and here's the thing. I don't care what happened, didn't happen. I don't care what country's investigating stuff. But you let your team down, man. Yeah. You, you, can't, you can't be gone. He's one of the top three best players on that team. No, oh, yeah. Outside the pitching staff, he's probably the best position player. Yep. And 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 you just don't use any kind of sense. I mean, we're all stupid. We all make mistakes and stuff. But anyway, he's gonna gonna going to not be in the major leagues because they don't take the Trevor Bowers stuff lightly anymore. Yeah. I mean, that's 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 a big deal, man. You'll be in Japan playing, you know. So I don't know, but it is nice to see when I went. Early August, see the Orioles play. 
Uh, 83 World Series team was there. Um, the, the living, surviving members, people there. A reunion of 40 years. All the teams I pulled for, it's all been decades since they won anything worth a damn. Um, it was so crowded. It was so crowded. 44,000. It was so crap. People everywhere. My son said, I kind of liked it when they weren't good. You know, he, <laughs> he could move freely about the stadium. It was so crowded. First at bat, Gunnar Henderson, two-run home run, right ass. Oh, so awesome. But anyway, um, I could not be more happy with the Major League Baseball season, the way it's played out. So, uh, we'll see. 28 regular season games to go, and uh, then the postseason. There's really... Even if the Braves and Orioles lost all 28, they'd still be the third wildcard team with a 500 record. So it's almost impossible not to get in now. Yeah. It's just what you do when you get there. So That's right. It's exciting, man. And I know. It's hard to believe that it's already upon us. We're not far. It's crazy. This is the last the – la- the, the, the rosters went from 26 to 28. So um, I think October has quickly become my favorite month. Me too. For many reasons. So, I have a, I have a lot of reasons I like ba- October. Baseball. Baseball. Yes, Football's sir. in full swing. Yes, sir. Halloween. Oh, love candy. Yes, sir. And what else, Kenny? The North Carolina State the Fair. The North Carolina State Fair. Love it. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> we're going to get you back on that Ferris wheel no, again sir. this year. No, sir. We're not going to get me on that Ferris wheel. I think again. we are. That, uh, that, that's hard to watch. I get sweaty just watching it. It's <laughs> It's hard to watch. We may do one of the open air ones this time. That rocks a little bit more. No, your nephew. Thought, What's wrong with that old man? <laughs> I was, I, he, you just don't understand. It's it's uncomfortable. There's uncomfortable. there's a video that exists. Yeah, it's 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 very unfortunate. But it's um, <laughs> but the state fair. You're at Halloween. The weather gets good. Yes. Here we have the beach and the mountains and um, and it's kind of beautiful both of them in October. Yeah, you got a beach place, and I'm sure when you go there, it's so nice. It's less crowded, and it's it's you know the weather's just perfect. Seventy five, oh, sunny. It's man. great. And then the mountains, you know, the see the leaves change and stuff. And um, but you're right, we have all the sports going, and then here we get a Hurricanes home game, and then they go out west during the state fair, and um, and so we got NHL, and then the NBA starts, I guess, like the first week of November or something. So it, it's a great time. That was the whole reason we started this podcast last late summer, early fall, was because we wanted to capture all that. And we've been real, real fortunate with um, the sports we've been able to cover this first year. So um, to see the Braves and the Orioles do so well, it's it's really cool. It's just really cool. Indeed. Yeah. You know what the next thing we got to talk about, though, is? What's that? What you got on your mind? Man, I got a problem. these, Which one? Well, these colleges. I mean... It's painful. What do we do? I mean, so the Pac-12 today, if, if, if you jump to next year, the only two teams in it would be Oregon State and Washington State. Correct. The Pac-2, what are they going to do? What, what do you do with it? What do you do? The, might as well just join the ACC. Well, exactly. <laughs> I mean, of course. Well, wouldn't that make sense? A, a Washington State and an, and an, and an Oregon team They're, join the Atlantic Coast Conference. I think their only options can be join the Mountain West. Oh, God. What a step down from the Pac-12. Fuck, man. I, it's better than the Pac-2. <laughs> wouldn't that be awesome? What's your schedule look like? Well, we're at Oregon State. Oh, that's great. Start season with Oregon State. Yeah, and then we're at Washington State. Oh, that's great. But that happens six more times. We just play each other back and forth. <laughs> oh. Conference championship's going to be a real hoop. But 
the ACC just picked the what's the word the the, the skeletons the remains the carnage the of the Pac-12. You didn't get USC or UCLA. You, you got Stanford, great academic institution. California, great academic institution. So we've got eight top 50 schools academically in this country. Country: Stanford, you know, Cal, Carolina, Wake Forest, Duke, um, Boston College. Uh, that's six, seven-ish. I'm missing one or two more, but we have eight great academic schools, but this isn't the quiz bowl. Yeah. We're playing football. And so the teams like the Atlantic, the conference, excuse me, like the Atlantic Coast Conference is set on their ass. This is what they get. Scraps. It's, it'd be like growing up with four brothers and your mom puts the food out family style. If you just sit there talking, you're not going to have anything to eat. And so we sat around talking and the Southeastern Conference added Texas and Oklahoma maybe. Big Ten added UCLA and USC. What the heck? I'm just fearful that, would you tell me, we have 18 teams now, 17 for football, because we don't have Notre Dame. We'll have Notre Dame for baseball, lacrosse, tennis, all that stuff. We just don't have for football. you got to get them for football, right? ACC has to get Notre Dame. And I think that's coming. But So at the end of the day, there's going to be a Southeastern Conference that goes coast to coast. There'll be the Big Ten that goes coast to coast. The ACC that goes coast to coast. The Big 12 and the Pac-12 will eventually be absorbed into those three. My question is, what's going to happen to the sports that don't have revenue? Like you, you jokingly made a joke between yeah. a few guys about already having tickets to the gymnastics when NC State visits Stanford. Stanford. Oh yeah. But in all seriousness, like how is that how's that gonna work? Volleyball, it's gymnastics, not. golf, golf, baseball, field hockey, yeah, lacrosse. Yeah, I mean you can just go on and on with yeah. it. How are we ever gonna pull that off now? I don't I, And it's gonna be worse for the schools on the West. Yeah. They they gotta fly out here for all that stuff. Yeah. Maybe that's why they added SMU. Do something in the middle of the country. We'll have all our meets at Southern Methodist. I don't. I really thought. Obviously, it's geared toward money. Yeah. Want to make a ton of money. These colleges are businesses, so they want to make a ton of money. So football makes them the most money. So they grab football schools. I could see a day when college football is not part of the NCAA. It's an entity run by itself. There'll be some board of directors, some oversight, some college football playoff committee that will morph into this oversight of college football. And there may be just two conferences. There are 193, we looked up 193 FBS schools, so Division I football schools. 50 in one conference broken up into four divisions or something, 50 in the other four divisions and then you'll have 93 guys out there playing amongst themselves they won't be in the school park they'll be they won't be in the playground they'll be out in the street and stuff playing out there and they'll have their bowl games and do their thing and they'll be run by a smaller committee but they're playing their asses off because the top the bottom 10 in each of those divisions 
get kicked out. They don't get to participate. And then the top 10 in those take their place, just like that crazy professional soccer where they yeah. relegate and they promote teams. And um, it's if it's based solely on money, then you do you do something to help the NFL. And But as far as the non-revenue sports, which sadly, I don't want to hurt people's feelings, but if you look at a set of financials from an athletic booster club at a college, a Rams club, a Wolfpack club, sure, an Iron Dukes, yeah. there are two sports that make money. College fo- football and men's basketball. Yeah. I don't know what you do with the other 25 varsity sports at college. It, you just you cannot afford for the fencing team to fly from Chapel Hill to Pasadena, California. Yeah. You just I, I don't know what you do. I had always heard those non-revenue sports, the ACC, subsidizes their conference tournament. They get money from the leagues. Those students can participate in their conference tournaments. And then the NCAA helps subsidize the schools when they have to travel for basketball and football. I don't know what you do now. I mean, we... We have created a sport I don't know anything about anymore from a financial reason uh, standpoint. In 1953, the ACC was set up by geography. There were eight teams. Not only did you move the headquarters to Charlotte from Greensboro for money, tours and the nonsense down there, it's awesome. I saw some pictures from the grand opening and it's, it's sick, the stuff they did. So you move the headquarters for money, and you grow the league for money. It's all for money. Everything's for money. Money, I am uh, Who was your rap group? Uh, cash rules everything around me? Okay. There you go. So everything's money. Everything's about money. And um, it's, it's really the sport I grew up with doesn't exist anymore. Um, and if you s- stand on the sidelines, you're going to get passed by Washington State and Oregon State. And it's so sad because at game day, the Washington State Cougars flag is the one that's been on there every episode. Yeah, that's right. And now they really don't have a home for football right this minute for next year. They'll have to join the Mountain West. And uh, I don't know. I was all for NC State joining the damn Big South and just dominating. (laughs) Just absolutely winning every sport and get invited to the tournament and just see what happens. Would be the mid-majors. I I don't know. I'm... um, I struggle with where this is headed. Um, it's driven by money. Some money will help find its final resting place. But uh, I just don't know what the college football landscape is going to look like in five years. Um, they're going to expand the college football playoff. They're going to, I guess, have all these bowl games where everybody goes, so everybody has a reason to play. But but if you're not in the Big Ten or the Southeastern Conference, are you really playing – are you really playing the highest level of college football? I mean, it's, um, I don't know, it's, it's very sad. Um, it was weird to hear that NC State was really the deciding vote on Friday to add those three schools. Carolina still voted no, you know. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I guess all this started because we weren't expanding and everybody else was. Florida State threatened to leave, and Clemson kind of didn't threaten, but – if they leave, we're going to leave too, you know. I, I don't know. I really don't know. I don't know how they're going to make it work. 
you got so many student athlete you got so many student athletes in non revenue producing sports. I don't know what happens to those guys and their sports because this is a football basketball thing. It's not we didn't take Stanford for their volleyball team. Just didn't and SMU. SMU did everything to join the ACC because they knew the handwriting was on the wall. The American Athletic Conference wasn't going to pay them the money. See, they joined the ACC and said, "We don't even need media rights and all that for ten years. It'd be more money than we make now." So they joined, and so now you got all these lower conferences scrambling to put together what's left. So the AAC will go get an army. To replace SMU or something, and yeah. the Pac-12 can't replace ten to fourteen teams; they'll just have to close. And that kills people like Bill Walton and stuff that talk about the League of Champions. You know, Pac-12. It's sad. It's really sad, and you know, it's really sad. So now the Rose Bowl used to be the Big Ten winner versus the Pac-12 winner. Yeah, sure. If I'm Oregon State and Washington State, I just stay in the Pac-12 hoping one of us gets goes to Rose Bowl every year. I don't know. It's it's very sad. It is, I man. It, it. It's tough to watch. And I just – I don't know how the landscape's going to continue to change. I just – I don't see how we can make it all work. You showed me a map of all the schools you don't even need from Texas West. Yeah. Just draw a line down the middle of the country and everybody on this side plays football. And you divvy them up however and you just play each other. And that's, and that's what you do. The guys out here on the West, you all play, but you only get one spot because there's 15 of you and there's 175 over here. Yeah. And, and you, I just, I don't know how it works. I don't know how it works. And obviously they're smarter than us. Um, they'll get it figured out, but um, this will be the last year of a college football playoff of four teams. Um, because that's got to expand too. It's all about money. We're going to have a day where the whole college football season is like March Madness. Yes. We'll just every not, game will be almost an elimination game. I welcome that. Yeah. Let's go. Yeah. That well, that makes it massively exciting. But yeah. what? But what happens to like we talked about today? The Appalachians that go to Michigan, beat them, get a big paycheck, and beat them. Last year, the Marshalls go to Notre Dame yeah. and beat them, get a big paycheck. What do you do with all those schools? Yeah. I mean, where do they where do they end up? Um, now I'm glad you brought that up. You know, and that's I told you about a week ago. To me, it makes way more sense for the ACC to go get App State, to yeah. go get East Carolina. Yep. They may not compete immediately in some sports. Other sports, they can. Mm-hmm. You can't tell me that App State and ECU oh, yeah. can't go to Boston College and compete in football. Yeah, absolutely. Or Georgia Tech yeah. or Virginia Tech yeah. or. East Carolina's just beating Carolina and State. On sure. So is Appalachian State. Yeah. yeah, App State almost beat Carolina last and a hellbiter last year. Yep, exactly. So I, I, I think there was other options. Yeah. Well, they they had to they had to rush to get something, and yeah. so they went out and grabbed the leftovers from the Pac-12 to start with. Um, but now I think you have to come up with a plan. Because the, the revenue added by this wasn't big enough. We, we need, if it's money driven, you got to go get more. They got to figure out a way to go get more. And East Carolina, Appalachian would be great. Be great to get those schools. Um, get Navy, lower Notre Dame in. You, you got Stanford. That's, that, that, was a, that was a rival of Notre Dame, which was great. 
USC, Notre Dame was a rival. So Notre Dame's got to do – got to get somewhere because they're not going to hang out with the leftovers. They're going to have to get in the conference. That's right. And I just can't imagine that they play 26 games in the Atlantic Coast Conference with basketball, baseball, tennis – and then football joins the Southeastern Conference. I just can't imagine, or the Big Ten would be the more logical choice. But That's right. Why wouldn't they just join the ACC? If you could get Notre Dame, then the ACC's got something to be one of the power three conferences left, ACC, Big Ten, SEC. Yeah, so at that point, I mean, it is a power three. Yeah. And everybody else that's left, if you go 20-20-20 or get it up to 30-30-30, that's 90 of the 193. And then just let the rest of them play and do their bowl games and do whatever. Um, because no matter how you look at it, macro or micro, football at William & Mary pays for the athletics. Correct. Football at Notre Dame, the same thing. If you're just equating percentage of total athletic revenue at all these schools, football runs the runs the day. Without a doubt. And, and pays the bills. And so, um, that being said, you, you have to. Now, so, if it's hard enough to keep up with realignment with conferences grabbing bits and pieces all over the country to make mega conferences, it's even way harder to keep up with the athletes that are all over the place. USC one year, UCLA, then they go across the street to play UCLA the next year. So, I for the longest time, I had a problem with the fact that the coach could just up and leave, boosters buy him out, and go to another school, and the players were stuck. The players that most of the time he or she recruited to come to school, and they're stuck there. And then when they do get released from the school, then they're stuck. They got to sit out a year, yep. or they have to take a lesser role and go play at a D two or D three school. Back in my day, that's what called now it's FCS school to play right away. Otherwise, they had to sit and wait a year. So to make it fair, everybody can move around except for a wide receiver at the University of North Carolina. Tez Walker. So everybody else can do whatever I want to do today except him for some reason. And like I told you earlier, if I'm Mac Brown, Bubba Cuttingham, Chancellor Kevin over there. What's the punishment if he just plays? Yeah. Okay. We win the game. We won the game for 60 minutes, but on Tuesday of next week after Labor Day, NCAA says, UNC, you lost that game. You got to forfeit. They're never that fast. It would be three years down the road they'd tell them they have to forfeit <laughs> that game. And Carolina's like, we don't give a damn. We went 11-1 and that year. We won the ACC championship. Kids got rings. We hung a, 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 it's not a banner in the football stadium, a placard on the ring, the ribbon board or whatever. We hung a national uh, ACC championship banner there and inside the Dean Smith Center. We don't give a damn. That's why I would just play him. I mean, I know Mac Brown and integrity and all that stuff. Listen to the excerpt from what that old man said when they told him he was ineligible to play on Saturday night. He lost his shit. I don't blame him. You've, you, you're too busy overseeing this minutia, the NCAA. Look at the big picture. You're about to see your career's end. Right. We, college football is going to soon say, we don't need you, NCAA. We'll figure it out ourselves. And um, you can have all the other sports. You can run baseball, tennis, lacrosse, field hockey, 
volleyball, swimming, diving, cross country. You can have all that. We're going to run football. NCAA will have March Madness. That'll be it. That'll be all. And they make enough money with that. They'd be good. They could pay their massive salaries with that. So well, I've always struggled with that, Mark Emmer, anyway. So obviously the Tez Walker thing just bothers me and it hits home because obviously I'm a Tar Heel fan. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he's the number one wide receiver for the Tar Heels, supposed to be, which I don't know if that's good or bad. Um, I know he's super talented, he's super fast. He's tried to do everything the right way. Um, yes, he has transferred a few times, and I get the whole rules and the timing of the rules. And I think the part I'm most disappointed on, the NCAA couldn't make a decision before game day. It's been going on how many months? Well, I know on Thursday he traveled with the targets. So yeah. they told him to prepare to play. Once I tell a kid that, yeah. Probably play, but I know it would be two middle fingers to the NCAA, and that doesn't look good. But no, it doesn't. I'd be more worried about them handing out other suspensions, suspend the Mac Brown or part of the coaching staff, or you think something? You think Harbaugh cared he was suspended today? So stupid. No, they still beat East Carolina by twenty-seven. They'll win their next two by twenty plus. That's just what they'll do. At some, at some point, you gotta. I mean. I don't know. I, I, I guess Carolina's a bad example because they've had some academic stuff and whatever. Sure. But but I, I, I mean, to me, it just beats home the point that the NCAA doesn't give a damn about these players. It's money for them, too. Absolutely, I, it is. That's a huge struggle. So he's he's got family and friends that want to come watch him play in a, a spotlight game this first weekend, and now he doesn't get to to do that it's disappointing if you were the dad mom brother uncle you'd be all upset you'd be like we did everything the way we were supposed to do and we were told by the university one thing and then this is what happens yeah. it's just I don't know oh, and that's, so, that's a game of his college career he'll never get back correct he'll never be able to come recover that game and, and when you're giving games away all the time I mean you got Sam Hartman is he 30 yet <laughs> <laughs> he played – he was five years at Wake Forest, maybe played four. He just happened to go to school while COVID happened, so now he's at Notre Dame. I mean – Man, doesn't he look good at Notre Dame, though? I tell you. Now, I did hear somebody say on the local radio around here that Notre Dame played air that day. So, <laughs> I was like, damn. That's that, painful. That's pretty bad about Navy. But, um, but yeah. I, yeah, Hartman will be – he will be as good as he ever has been because he's going to yeah. have resources galore at Notre Dame. I did see Wake Forest. They're, um, they played on Thursday night, and their uh, athletic facilities, crazy, like $34 million improvements to the athletic facilities at Wake Forest. And you're like, wow, school with like 9,500 students, and now they have this. I mean, State couldn't beat them when they were Wake Forest that I grew up with, but um, – now that they have resources and a way to get kids in and stuff, man, because um, these kids love it when they get see their name being recruited on the jumbotron oh, and they go into a weight room with pools and, and and all these remedy things and athletic stations and oh, it's over the top and 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 game rooms and stuff and all that being said proves the point that football is going to make decisions for college football for itself. 
It doesn't need the NCAA. Which brings me back to if I'm Mac Brown, that kid's on field right now, warming up with the starters. Yeah. But 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 I, I get it. We have to play by their rules while they're quote unquote in charge. Um, but there will be a day when this is a developmental league for the National Football League. It, it kind of already is, especially in the SEC. It is. It's a struggle to hear the word yeah. student athlete. Yeah. yeah. That's. I, it yes. It, well, now they're paid athletes with yeah, NIL. So. Yeah, you're right. I mean, so so the whole federal government got involved and said we got to have as many male scholarships as female scholarships. Okay, so we checked the box for Title IX. We got equal, 85 because of football, and then we got 85 women's, and then everything else partials added up to about 150 scholarships or whatever the number comes out to be. And uh, we do the same for women's. Okay, well, we got this great golfer. We can only give him a half scholarship to go to XYZ school. You know what? We got NIL money because a guy that played golf at that school left. And, hey, XYZ golfer, we need $22,000 to complete this guy a full scholarship for a school this year. Not a problem. Uh, Puma will write the check to you. Um, money goes back to the school. Um, Kid gets a full scholarship. So now, in theory, on paper, we have 150 and 150, Title IX check. Yep. But we just got that great golfer. He's number 151, full scholarship to our school because of Puma, Foot Joy, Titleist money that we were able to pay that student. So Title IX's irrelevant. Keep working, working, working through the maze. At some point, you can make the NCAA irrelevant in college football. Okay. Punish me by taking scholarships away. I'll get money to pay for the kids to come to school anyway. Yeah. I just have left scholarships. Okay. You get you took me from basketball 15 to 11. All right. So I got 11 kids on a scholarship getting a full ride to University of North Carolina. Hmm. That 23 Air Company just sent us a check for $250,000. What will we do with that? Oh, you remember those four guys who wanted to play basketball at the school, but we couldn't give them a scholarship? Guess what I'll do? I'll give the money to the kid and he'll write a check to the registrar's office for tuition. It's a silly game. I mean, and this game's driven by college football and basketball. Cause sadly, I have a kid in college who plays baseball and I love watching him play baseball. But when it comes to money, the football team can go 0-12 and it makes more money than a team that wins a conference and regional Title it, it it doesn't make as much money as the football team that lost every game. And if I'm looking at my school's athletics from a financial standpoint, I have to keep football, even yeah. though my women's diving team won a national title, my wrestling team won a national title, 25 sports of my 27 varsity sports were ranked in the top 25 in whatever they do. The two that weren't write the checks. And I know nobody writes checks anymore. But pays the bills. I have to keep them. And so you're trying to track all this and play by those rules and figure out what conference you're going to be in, figure out what roster. NC State had a hell of a basketball season last year, and none of those guys went to school before, except for Tequavion Smith. Yep. They brought everybody else in and won, made the NCAA tournament. It's so many moving parts. Good luck keeping up with it. And you're going to tell me because the kid – 
get a medical redshirt waiver twice, got it in on time. We haven't made a decision on that four months out. He can't play tonight. Horseshit. It is. Play the kid. It is. The kid's got family and friends that want to see him play football. Play the kid. He's been playing football since he was four. That's all he knows. Play football. That's the most positive thing I've heard you say about the Tar Heels in a long time. It is hard to believe that I ever tell Mac Brown to do so. And if I were Mac Brown, why does he care? Yeah. You're 80. Your legacy's already set. People know you're a great coach. You won a national title at Texas. Play the damn kid. I mean, it's stupid. It's just. How excited are you going to be when we watch that game tonight and he plays them? (laughs) Well, they could always say that they got late news that he was cleared to play. But see, the thing is this. Why are you sitting on your hands all this time? Should have been. You knew the first day of college football season. It should have been decided months ago. So I blame everybody. The NCAA, I blame the the sports information and athletic department at, at, at UNC for not staying on them to get a decision, expedite something. Everything you do in today's world's got an expedited process. No, 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 no. Yeah, shit, people can't wait two days on anything. You you can get... I get yeah. pissed off when Amazon makes me wait two days. There you days. go. Look, I hear all these advertising of these local plumbers and welders and heating and air companies. Call by six and we'll fix it today. Yeah. So. People are real-time, in-time, just-in-time, right this minute, and you're telling me something that dragged out 16, 17 weeks a full semester over the summer when school's not really in full bore. What's the NCAA even doing it? They're so busy with fucking cross-country championships that they can't make a decision for a guy in August? Who believes any of this nonsense? It's ridiculous. And I heard Luke DeCott locally yesterday from Raleigh News Observer and Adam Gold just get in it with each other about this is stupid. You know, it's it's ridiculous. And um, and I don't really agree with either of them most of the time, but they were both kind of right because they were saying the same thing. And they ended up at the same place at the end. They just didn't hear each other because they were so like me and you. i got to get this point out so I don't even hear what you said. And then you go back and you listen. Fuck, they said the same thing. You know, it, anyway, it just... It's a shame. And I hope Carolina's playing a, a second string wide receiver and he drops a game winning touchdown. Hey, and he ends up. Just, easy. It, it, Calm down a little bit. Then you're like, hey, there you go. And I hope it costs, what if it costs Drake made a damn Heisman? I mean, you could have all kind of ripple effects. And it's football. You're not guaranteed to play past the first play anyway. People get hurt all the time. Anyway, I I don't know. It irritates the shit because nobody can, nobody's getting their arms around it. It was yeah. like our last presidential election. They were talking all these points, and four years later, nobody's gotten their arms around anything. It, it, nobody. Nobody's doing anything. You're just letting these schools move from conference to conference, and there's no mandates. There's no you limit, no caps. It's just whoever gets whoever. I don't. I, I, and then the players, just go get them. Hey, and if Carolina offers you a hundred thousand, NC State offers you one fifty, Duke offers you two hundred thousand, and Colorado happens to offer you two fifty, go wherever. It's I don't know. I'm, I, it is not what I grew up with. The sports reasonably the same, but it's 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 changed dramatically because you can't tell me who might or might not be good year to year. Now take out some of the blue bloods and all these sports. But Colorado, Vegas had their total win set at 2.7. 2.7. They hire a guy that played with the Falcons, the 49ers, and the Cowboys, who seemed to have a pretty good record at a um, HBCU school. And they brought him in, 
and he put on a pair of cowboy boots and a cowboy hat and made some phone calls. And he brought in some stupid number, Joey, like 50. No, it was insane. Number of people that transferred to come to his school, the school he was at. And Colorado, and you're like, well, Vegas knows a lot, and they got them at 2.7. If you look up FBS win totals, <laughs> Colorado was the lowest of all Division One FBS schools with 2.7 wins. And they happened to draw a team that – now, I know the rosters changed because the, all these rosters changed. TCU had a magical football year last year. I know that Dugan kid, the quarterback, was a big piece of that. But you would think the twos that's playing this year and the threes from last year would be – Sure did. 45-42. Yeah. Coach Prime. Damn. You can't say swack anymore. Well, I know. It's painful. <laughs> it's, it's painful. It's Big 12, I guess. I don't even know what conference Colorado's in anymore. I, I don't used, know either. I used to know all the conferences, and now I know none. But uh, but I'm telling you, it's going, to be, it's going to be hard to keep up with this. This is going to be the wild, wild west of college sports. But nobody even talks about the swimmer that leaves Florida to go to Florida State. It's all football. But and I wonder, is, is that even happening in the other sports? I don't, know. I don't know. The reason I say Florida is I watched the Drake May special this morning. And <laughs> three of the boys go to Carolina. You've heard of them. Uh, football, basketball, excuse me, basketball, walk on basketball, and football. Yeah. The fourth one played baseball at University of Florida. The mother was awesome. <laughs> they live in Charlotte. They were like, uh, three out of four is not bad. You know? <laughs> but uh, and by the way, Colorado currently is in the Pac-12. So oh, they are Pac-2. Sorry. Okay, so what I, I, I was completely Pac-12, baby. Pac-12. He, he's Pac-12, <laughs> baby. Um, yeah. So Colorado will certainly be in another conference next year if they were part of the conference formerly yeah. known as the Pac-12. So. I, and uh, and how about before we hop off that game, oh, Shador Sanders <sighs> can. You know, all I've heard is hate about him. But yeah. he, he can't play at this level. He's not right. going to be able to play at this level. level. And Would you tell me he threw four today? 510 yards <laughs> for four touchdowns and no interceptions. Um, you know, there's a quarterback. You know, at this rate, he's going to throw for 6,000 yards this year, right? <laughs> yeah, what is 500 times 12? 6,000 yards. Yeah. <laughs> he went 6,000 yard passer. Look, with the bowl game, if he plays in it. Because they don't play in bowl games these days because nobody wants to get hurt. But uh, but if he's got to play one more year of college, he'll play. And he'll throw for 6,500 yards. <laughs> Wouldn't that be something? <laughs> that would be so awesome. <laughs> you know what? You think Dion gives a damn no. about what the NCAA says? No. no. He, didn't, he didn't give a damn about what those players at Colorado said. No. When he got hired, he came in, brought the whole team together, put them in their whatever film room where they have the stadium seating and stuff. Yep. And this is Colorado. This isn't Miami. This isn't Alabama. This isn't Texas. Had all the wonderful stuff. And he put a screen up and he had a guy video on it and said, look, if you're not willing to work hard and keep your spot as the one here, leave now. You yep. can go. You can go. Because I'm going to bring 50 or 80, whatever he brought in. I I heard the number and I thought it hadn't looked it up because I thought there's no way that could be right, but it was a ginormous number he brought in, and basically told those kids you're going to lose your spot. Mm-hmm. And a lot of them did. And guess what? I thought, well, they're going to go out and fall flat on their faces, and he's going to look bad. They won game one. Yeah. They're a third of the way to the win total Vegas thought they would have after week one against a ranked opponent. 
They put up 45 I, points on TCU. I don't, I don't think it was in Boulder. I think it was not at home. I don't think Colorado played at home. I think it was on the road, and they won yeah, 45-42. I, I think – He's going to be good, and why NC State didn't go after him is beyond me. <laughs> I was waiting for you to work that in. I mean, what in the hell? If he wins at Colorado, he can go anywhere he wants to. Oh, yeah. He can go anywhere it just he wants. It makes me wonder how much of this you're going to start seeing now with teams taking flyers on just big names. Because, one, they obviously know the game. Correct. And, two, is they're going to be recruiting machines. Why not? You, you why, think why wouldn't NC State go get – Russell Wilson or Philip yeah, yeah. Rivers. You, Why? Kids are, you think kids are knocking the door to go down to that frozen tundra yeah. of, the, of Boulder, Colorado? No. They're going to play for a guy who's a Hall of Famer. Coach Prime. Yeah. If I, if Look, if you want to learn the best at what you do, do you not apprentice under somebody who's done it at the highest That's level? Right. You wouldn't apprentice with somebody in another field. He's, he's a football expert. And he <laughs> – uh, I'm glad. It, I'm glad it got a signature while it was reasonable a long time ago. <laughs> it's only going to go up. I would love to have his actually. His yeah. S is a dollar sign. It was so oh, cool. Doesn't surprise me. Um, you know when he played for Atlanta and uh, MLB, uh-huh. he used to draw dollar signs on the on deck circle. And oh, he did. Yeah. <laughs> Look, and here's the thing. I hope he coaches long enough to be in the National Football Hall of Fame. Wouldn't that be cool? And the damn college football hall. Wouldn't, Wouldn't that, that be, be cool? Awesome? I don't know if he's – he may already be in the college because he was a great player at Florida State. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. But to go in as a coach, some bitch would be on every football Rushmore yeah, you could Mount have. Rushmore, yeah, Mount Rushmore, yeah. I, I just I, – I, and I'm so mad I didn't see the whole interview with Troy Aikman and him this morning. I'm going to go back and watch it because – I can't wait to hear what he says. I mean, he's got gold whistles and stuff like that. Oh, yeah, of course. (laughs) And you know the other coaches, it's got to They got to hate it. Yeah. It's like that young kid that comes out of college and he's smart, but he he knows he's smart, and he tells everybody he's smart. And you know he's smart, and you're like, oh, I just wish he presented it differently. It's got to kill him. He's like, play my music. Yeah. He's on every commercial, too. (laughs) And everything with Nick Saban. The highest level of Division One coach in football. Yep. I mean, it's so awesome. Play my music all the time. Look at that. I'm telling you. And that money. Music. And he uses that money to get the best players. Sure. He doesn't need California Almonds money, Aflac money. He's got plenty of money. Yeah. This is extra money to make sure his career today works. Nobody watched Jackson State other than Jackson State alums. And I would say that about NC State. Nobody watched them, but they hired him. Game day went there. Yeah. Colorado, yes, played in a Power 5 conference and had games of consequence, but they've been so bad. I mean, we haven't watched them since the Cordell Stewart days and mm-hmm. stuff. You're watching now. Eyes are on – because of him. Yeah. I mean, They're on national TV today. I'm just telling you, if it's about money, there has to be more of that. Why NC State doesn't go get Phillip Rivers or Russell Wilson as your coach? If I'm Marshall, I'm calling Randy Moss now. Let's talk about a similar personality. Imagine. (laughs) Could you imagine? And they know football. They played it. And they're smart enough to know the things they don't know about football, they would hire people that do. Yeah. Offensive line work. Defensive line work. They would – 
And it must be working because he won at Jackson State with a whole lot less resources than Colorado. He's winning at Colorado with a whole lot less resources than Alabama. What's to say he couldn't win anywhere he goes? That's all. Yeah. I like the guy, and I love it. I do too. And I I think I like it that it, it wrecks the old guard. They hate it. They hate it. Get over it. Just It's just what it is today. You signed up for this. You're part of this. Deal with it. And you make a lot of money, so get over it. All these coaches make a killer. So they get they get coaches show money. They get they get free cars from local car dealers and stuff. deal with it. Just deal with it. Private and, jets uh, anywhere they want to go. Nick yeah. Saban. Oh yeah, yeah. It's, uh, so don't yeah, don't act like all of a sudden this bothers you and, uh, and and just because he's beating you at what you've done for decades. So I I love it. I think it's great. And TCU didn't get upset today. They were just playing for a national championship. That's right. So they're okay, but uh, but yeah, a lot of college football changes. That's for sure. Let's take a quick journey mm-hmm. for two different topics to Lincoln, Nebraska. Ooh, gosh! Because <laughs> you were texting me feverishly the other night in a group chat about I think some kind of football coach they got out there in Nebraska. Man. When he left the Panthers, I watched this video he put together. And it just, it was just hard to watch. It was the nice backdrop of him thanking the NFL and his time and all that. And so he took the money and he ran. He went to Lincoln, Nebraska. And man, for 59 minutes, man, he had that game one. Had the game one. And I thought, that's going to suck. You know, he's going to win game one and say, I told you so. And then the Panthers in him came out, and uh, <laughs> and, they, and they lost. They lost. Them, they I don't lost know if the, I'm supposed to take offense to I that. I know, but they lost on the last play of the game, man. And the look on his face was like, "Well, we're better than we were last year," kind of thing, and we'll be good. But it just was. What is it? Four year process. Trust I process. Yes, it was a confusing <laughs> look he had, and um, I don't know because he was so good. At was it Temple first where we recognized Matt Rule? Yeah, and then Temple. then we recognized him a lot at Baylor. Baylor, yep. And uh, and he parlayed all that into the Panthers. Recognized him in an ugly way there. He didn't. He didn't win twenty games. I don't think in total. And then he got this job, and and Nebraska's a proud football school. Yes, they've had some really good football teams. And the last few years they've had some really shitty football teams. Yes, and. Uh, and it was so close. You could just see he was so excited they were going to win. And then, just like that, last kick of the game, no doubt, right down the middle. That, that kid would have kicked it from 60. That ball was smoked. And, yeah. uh, and so there it was. And so I know the Panthers fans aren't upset about that at all. Um, Not one bit. You know, I made my sentiments about him very clear when <laughs> we hired him. So, yeah. <laughs> he was stealing every time he got paid. Yeah. <laughs> it's terrible. But but yeah, I um you know, here's the thing. You make that kind of money, you're gonna you're gonna have yourself out there. And when things don't go your way, you better handle it. You gotta not, own it. Yep, not like a spool brat. You just gotta handle it. Yep. And um and Nebraska will be better. I like their quarterback. Quarterback was good. Um he could throw it, he could run. Um but I don't know. 
I mean, sadly, according to your map, nobody even knows they play football out there. You know, <laughs> past there, there's hardly any schools at the FBS level. So, um, but anyway, um, the Cornhusker Matt Rule experiment started 0 and 1. So, second topic for Lincoln. Oh, okay. We're going to deviate from college. I'd rather talk about Lincoln Riley than uh, Lincoln, <laughs> Nebraska, but yeah. We're going to deviate from football for just a minute. You got it. Did you see the volleyball game? 92,000 people. 92,000 people to set a record for women's sports. It, very impressive. It was. But, but it's not sustainable. You know, you can't. You can't do that every week. Ohio State does that seven times a year. Yeah. 110,000 come watch Buckeye football yep. at the Horseshoe. And they do it at the Big House in Ann Arbor, Michigan. And they do it at um, in Tuscaloosa. They do it. But take nothing away from. It was very cool. It was. It was cool to see. Um, you know, my daughter played a little bit of volleyball mm-hmm. early on. I have a niece who's just starting to play school volleyball so uh-huh. and she was super excited to see it so it's cool it's it's cool to see that it's cool to see people yeah. 92,000 people go out there in support of it absolutely um, it's um very powerful it's it, remember when we had the stadium series here back in February yeah and to see hockey and to see 60,000 people or 55,000 whatever the number ended up being watching hockey in a football stadium very exciting yeah. Puts a lot of eyes on your sport, um, and I'm so glad that their volleyball was able to do that. I, it, it's a shame because it, what's getting lost in all this is all those college athletes busting their ass in the classroom, the Absolutely. weight room, and on their field of whatever it is um, of sport. Um, and they're getting overshadowed because they don't play football or basketball. Sure. And I don't agree with college coaches a lot, but I'm telling you, these schools make so much money off of the athlete in total. I get it. you got to pay the starting quarterback more because of the money he brings in. He's your lead salesman or whatever. But you got to pay the girls on the volleyball team, the men on the volleyball team, the golfers, men and women. you got to pay them all. They're killing themselves for you. To do well in the classroom, the weight room, the athletic field, and you're only really recognizing, and I'm generally speaking, you're only recognizing football and basketball. Even women's national championships in basketball are overshadowed. And, and I mean, what was this, man, what were we watching? It was an NCAA tournament, and they showed the men's weight room facility versus oh, the yeah. women's, and the women's looked like a Bowflex machine. That's that was crazy. It. And the men yeah. had everything. Had water mm-hmm. stuff, had it, and we just, man. Even if it has to be pro rata based on the income, gross income the school get, you, you got to do something for the the ones that play these other sports that nobody knows is going on, other than family and friends. And I don't mean to be disrespectful to, but outside of a lot of these places, you're not watching games unless an upset's about to happen or it's one of these elite programs. There's a lot of stuff missed. I mean, a lot of stuff that we, we just don't watch and uh, and don't get recognized. And so that revenue sharing thing, I, I'm, I'm old as dirt, but I am coming around to the scholarship, the athletic, the academic money is not enough. 
they're, they're making so much more off these kids and putting them through so much. And it's about to get worse when you board a plane for Pasadena on Wednesday or Thursday to yeah. play a Saturday game and you're still going to mandate the schoolwork and all the other stuff and you're flying them across the country and they got to be back in class on Monday morning, then you got there's got to be something extra for them going to college. It's a whole lot easier for a regular student. And and those athletes, I, I was against paying them. I was one of those guys, well, they get their scholarship, that's enough. Bullshit. You know, pay them to. Give them money. Because right now you're just giving the damn leaders, the board of trustees at these schools, you're just giving them tons of damn money. The, the chancellors, the presidents, and all them, the coaches, they're all getting paid. Pay the damn players. Um, because without them, you know, you have none of this other stuff. But, um, but yeah, I, um, I'm so glad they had 92-5 or whatever out there to watch women's volleyball. Super cool. And um, I wish they could do that all the time. Have you ever been to a college women's volleyball game? all the wrong reasons when I was in college. Yes, sir. But since I, college. Okay, As since a sports co- fan, have you ever been? No. No. So we, we should go. Yeah. So I've, I've been a few times over to NC State to watch those uh-huh. girls play. And you want to talk about something that's incredibly intense. I mean, I'm sure they And that's fun to watch. Very, very hard. Oh, you know? yeah. I mean, it, it is incredible. That's uh, We may have to take a little cat back trip out there. It's, yeah. it's well worth it. It's a lot of fun. I, I do wish... Um, I do wish we recognized more of the non-revenue sports. That I just wish there was a way. I, it's, it's like you, it's hard for me because our children play in a sport that nobody knows. Yeah, I do. I do work for coaches of sports that nobody knows, and you just don't realize. You do, but the general public doesn't realize how much work they put in to keep them eligible in the classroom, and then they're working out and then they're practicing what they do and the hours they spend nobody sees it and it's it's a shame more to the point the damn kid should be wide receiver tonight yeah when you get a chance to be seen and you take all that away from them um it's very disappointing he dropped that ball okay no he caught it he was out of bounds though Uh, he was he ran out and came back in goes up yeah Ohio State's going to be good, but I, I, Penn State may win the Big Ten this year. Tell everybody listening, we're watching the Ohio State-Indiana oh, yeah, game as we're yeah. talking. Yeah. It's, so. um, but, yeah, I, in in light of that, all the talk about realignment, I barely know the teams in the conferences coming oh, up. Yeah. It's going to be so hard to keep up with. But, but we'll get those memorized just in time for them to change again when sure. it merge to just two or three total. Yep, um, sure. If you had to guess today, really in week one of college football, your four teams. I know you were going to do that. Your four teams who are going to be in the college football playoff for 2024, next January. Let's just throw four out there today. Sure. I bet you there's two that we agree on pretty quickly. Alabama, Georgia? Alabama, Georgia. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Georgia's, honestly, they're kind of the heavy favorite right now. But to win three in a row is so hard. Well, it ain't been done since the 40s or 50s or something like that. Well, that's probably true. I I didn't look anything up. But, yeah. um, I... My my gut's leaning back towards maybe Nick Saban's year again. Yeah. Alabama's going to be good. Isn't that funny? 
when they go ten and two or something or nine and three. And then it's a bad year. It's an off year. <laughs> Bama's down. So so we know for Meanwhile, sure. State and Carolina, either one go nine and three, ten and two. We're we're damn near gonna have a parade. Well we have. NC State won ten <laughs> games and they had a parade. They had a parade downtown Raleigh with Chuck Amato. Um yeah, <laughs> they won the Toyota. Well, I forgot about that. They won the Toyota Gator Bowl that year. They beat Notre Dame. They beat they beat jerseys of Notre Dame. It was it was not your normal Notre Dame type team. But I, all right, so we I, both agree, Georgia Bama. Yeah, because Georgia's just something too, tells me we'll agree on the third. They're just, those two are just too good. Alabama and Georgia, they're going to always be relevant, even if they're in not in your little playoff system. Sure. Um. So. I like Alabama. I like Georgia. Um, there's always a representative from the Big Ten. Yep. And I'm always picking Ohio State or Michigan. Yeah. I'm going to do something different this year, and I don't know why. Because I, every time they they have let me down when I thought they would be relevant, I'm going to throw a Penn State out this year. Somebody okay. different. Somebody different. I'm going to go the Nittany Lions of Penn State. They're ranked seventh or eighth, but it's time. It's time. And watching Indiana kind of push Ohio State for two and a half quarters, I know it's week one and it's hard. I mean, there'll be massive adjustments between week one and week two, but you also play in week two. I'm not going to say any more names of schools because that's not fair. But in week two, you play the whomever yeah. to just work on the things you didn't do well in week one. That's right. And usually there are a lot of lopsided scores in week two. Not as much excitement. Um, so but, you throw up Penn State yeah, as your third one. Yeah. yeah okay. Uh, yeah, just somebody different. Uh, it would be a Big Ten team, but that's who I throw up. I have Michigan as my third yeah, okay. That That makes sense. I mean, Michigan's going to be very, very good. And they have a, 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 a bee in their bonnet with their coach, not, you know, so anyway. Yeah. Um, I could see Michigan. And I, if it were Michigan or Ohio State in this spot, it wouldn't obviously wouldn't surprise anybody because it usually is one sure. of those two teams. So Now, the fourth one gets interesting because I'm not a big proponent or fan – of your top teams in the Atlantic Coast Conference or the Pac-12, I was Not either. I wasn't so impressed with USC last week. I mean, they scored fifty-six points, but they also gave up twenty-eight or whatever. Um, and I, let's watch Clemson on Monday night and Florida State tomorrow night because I would suspect those are the best two. And then your Tar Heels tonight. They got to be three of your top four in the conference. I don't. I struggle with who would be my fourth team if it's not an ACC or Pac-12 team. That leads me to the mid-major stuff, the Group of Five. Who's that going to be? <coughs> I, I don't. I don't really know. Um, I, I just could it be a third SEC team this year? My gut tells me no. I don't think it will be, but then, then it's I always been a conversation. Yeah, I'd be looking at a Tennessee type school. Yeah, and that 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 uh, Milton kid, man, he can sling the football around. Um, he took over for when uh, Hendon Hooker got hurt last yeah. year. He he can play. 
Um, could it be a Notre Dame type year? It certainly could. Sam Hartman. It certainly could. Wow. It's can, about time. Can Caleb Williams drive USC there? I don't know, man. I just he can I guess he can. What's Vegas say? I mean, who do they have as chances to win the national title, the top four? So Vegas has Georgia. Georgia. Bama, mm-hmm. Michigan, mm-hmm. Ohio State, mm-hmm. LSU. Mm, yeah. And then they have USC right behind them. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. then we get to the ACC with okay. the Tigers. Okay. Clemson. Yep. Mm-hmm. And then Penn State, actually. Huh. So they're top ten. Yeah. I'm not buying Florida State in the top ten, though. I don't think I am either. And I'm not buying Clemson either. Um, so you threw out... Penn State kind of is a, yeah, a little a bit of an outlier. Yeah. All right. My fourth one I'm going to throw out as a flyer, too. Is who? Them Longhorns. Texas. <clears throat> mm, Steve Sarkeesian. They've done a lot of really impressive things. Yeah. They've um, built one heck of a squad down there. Mm-hmm. You know what? I had sort of forgotten about them. That, that loss against Alabama last year was – bothersome to me um, could that crazy uh, Notre Dame at LSU Brian Kelly could LSU be the, in the top four at the end of the year I think they could but I think you're going to have a hard time with three SEC teams I in do there. too I, I do think too. you'd be more likely to get Michigan and Ohio yep. State both in yep. but then you're two SECs too big yeah. ten, but that's what people would watch. That they, and then it'll be. Thankfully, we're expanding the college playoff. Um, I just, man, I have nobody to pick because I don't, I don't believe in the ACC, in the Pac twelve either, really. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, you start getting the teams like Oregon, Washington, A and M, Oklahoma, Utah. Ooh, I'm never Wisconsin. Picking, never gonna pick A and M. Yeah, not after last year, man. Yeah, they made they us look foolish multiple weeks. Over and over again. All right, I'll take the Heisman kid. That's, that's probably so, a safe bet, but I don't not, I don't know if they got enough pieces around him. They don't. And honestly, I don't know if they got enough pieces around Texas either. No, I don't think either do. I, I but think this, Texas is my flyer. Yeah. Yeah. This this will be chaos, I'm sure. If there was one to make it out of the ACC. Mm. Who would it be? Well, you really only yeah. have, according three. to Vegas, you only have three. Yeah, yeah. And in Clemson, my opinion, you only got two. <laughs> Clemson, Florida State, and Carolina. Yeah. And North Carolina. Um, the Carolina. Oh, gosh. We'll have that argument at 8 o'clock tonight. <laughs> um, they're, um, they're really, I don't know how, I don't know how it's not Clemson or Florida State playing for an ACC championship. Because this year it's just 1 to 15 or whatever. Yep. There's no division, so nobody gets the benefit of an unbalanced whatever. I mean, you're still not playing everybody, but best two records, go play. It's not coastal and Atlantic. Uh, just because of they've been there and done that, Clemson. That would probably be my pick, too. That's such a cop-out, though. It, it is. just really sucks. It's not going to be Carolina. Aha. But me, what we can do. Me and you could put up points in Carolina's we, defense. Well, it's funny that we started doing four picks. 
because I just put a little snack together to kind of get us started for 2023, oh, 2024 yeah. picks. Okay. And let's start with a game that's relevant in 90 minutes in Charlotte, home of the Atlantic Coast Conference, Bank of America Stadium. Is that what it is with Bryce Young? Mm-hmm. And the Panthers are going to take the field this coming Sunday, a week from tomorrow. You have your North Carolina Tar Heels, the University of North Carolina, Chapel Hill, against those Gamecocks from South Carolina. Columbia versus Chapel Hill. Carolina's a two-and-a-half-point favorite. Drake May and his March of the Renegades is minus two-and-a-half. It's going to be one-half black and garnet, uh, one-half heavenly light blue. Who you got? <laughs> you just ripped the Band-Aid off now. Who you got? Yeah, I, I, I tried. I tried to Andy Taylor it, Andy Griffin it, uh, Griffith it. I tried to Mayberry it. I tried to doll it up best I could. It's the Battle of the Carolinas, the Shrine Bowl in Charlotte. Well, you obviously know who I'm pulling for. They're not winning. New half answer butts. <laughs> if make, I gotta make a pick, make your pick, big boy. You said it's two and a half. You two and a half. That's what they had two hours ago. <laughs> I'll take struggling. I'll take the Gamecocks outright. They're gonna, win. They're gonna win the game. Damn, you stole my thunder. <clears throat> I like Beamer ball. I Shane Beamer, South Carolina. Not even a little bit. I didn't like his dad neither. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> not even a little You're bit. Picking on family trees now. <laughs> um, give me the Gamecocks too. I love the points, but I'm like you. South Carolina, 28-24. There's probably going to be – what's the over-under on that? Have you looked at See, that? No, but you, you don't like the defense of either team. No, they're terrible. <laughs> they're terrible. There's a local high school that's only playing their second year of varsity football this year that will score in Carolina. <laughs> that's pitiful. I do hate it. Let's just see. Mm-hmm. I really want to see what the over-under is. It's going to be 60 well, it it was actually a little lower the other day oh. when I was. It was like upper fifties or yeah, so. That'd take the over. They can both score thirty points. Man, you can tell me it's eighty, and I'm taking the over. <laughs> the, the over could literally go over a hundred in that game. Why does my phone have Nebraska football on it? Damn, I must have been looking at stuff the other night. Gosh, that's terrible. It's <laughs> terrible. Wow. You were just getting your ammunition. I don't know for what I was doing, but uh. Oh, but I do get kind of tired of Minnesota football too. So sixty-four and a half. That's a lot of I'm gonna, I, I, I'm gonna take South Carolina and the under. Oh, wow. yeah, I'm taking the over. Okay, without a doubt, I'm All taking right. the over. And Joey took the over. Gonna be a scoring fest. All right, Spencer Rattler is gonna do. Yeah, I forgot about him, man. Don't He's been in college in the end zone. He's been in college forever too. <laughs> I mean, I just can't keep up with these guys. All right, we're going to do one a day, basically. Okay. So, well, let's finish out. Uh, we got West Virginia and Penn State. Um, you know, West Virginia be a good school for the ACC. It's kind of I our, can see that. It's kind of our stuff. You know? I can see that. Kind of a football-ish, one-off basketball every once in a while. But they got issues with their basketball coach, so we got to get that resolved first. So he tends to. Um, <laughs> all right, so let's go. Uh, Let's go. Uh, Penn State is minus 20 and a half oh, against goodness. West Virginia. Well, you know, it's week one. We really don't know what we have. So, 
20 and a half. That's only three touchdowns. Look, man. Jeez. You can just take West Virginia to points, I guess. I got to take Penn State. Me too. Yeah. (laughs) I kind of want to take West Virginia in the points. Honestly, it's a lot. But Penn State may steamroll them by four touchdowns. Yeah, these these aren't. We'll take take Penn State. Yeah, these aren't your uh, West Virginia team, I guess, we're accustomed to. Um, Wow. All right. um, Speaking of the wonderful Southeastern Conference and the ACC, tomorrow night we have LSU and Florida State. Oof. Yeah, that'll be good. No, no. Yeah, that's tomorrow night, Sunday. I keep forgetting what day it is, these holiday weekends. Um, LSU is minus two against Florida State. Last year, I think the game was 24-23 or something like that. Very close, very good. Mike Norvell and the Seminoles. LSU's minus two? Mm Mm-hmm. Go Tigers. Oh, I hear you, Ed Odron. Ed Ogeron. Go Tigers. Um, I am going to buy in to the whole Florida State thing. There we go. Give me the Seminoles plus two. Oh, Joey's at three and oh. Kenny's at two two and one. All right. I love it. And this is going to be interesting on Labor Day Monday. Yes, I can, and I can't believe the spread is where it is because the quarterback situation in Clemson has regressed since Trevor Lawrence. Yeah, sure. Uh, Clemson plays at Duke on Monday, Labor Day. What do you think that spread would be in the old days when we, other than Steve Spurrier, 1994 or 1989, whenever Duke. Oh, in the old days? Yeah. What do you think the spread would be after that? You know, Duke had a one off where they were pretty good. Won the ACC. I think Spurrier was the head coach. So take all that away. Like 24, 25. There you go. Somewhere right. in there. You would yeah. think in the last five, six years when Clemson and Duke played, whether yeah. it was on the moon or in uh, Death Valley or Durham, it was 24, 25 points. What do you think the spread is this year? Oof. Duke and Clemson. Duke's head coach had a great year last year. A&M guy comes to Duke. Coach Elko. Good season. Dabo does what Dabo does at Clemson. What do you think the spread is? My gut would still tell me it's high. It's 20 points or so. Every fiber in my being would say the same. The spread is Clemson minus 12 and a half. Give me Clemson. Me too. (laughs) And give me my VPN on my phone so I can bet it. Yeah, because here's the thing. Um, We talk about sucker bets all the time. But there's no way Clemson doesn't win by 14 points. Yeah. Two scores. That's it. 12 and a half. Seems low to me. That's crazy. Yeah. Something's wrong, right? I feel like it, yeah. Something's wrong. I, the spread was as of today. Maybe Dino was playing quarterback. I thought about that. He was a wide receiver <laughs> at Alabama. He can catch it. Can he throw it? I do not know. Um, but I found that surprising. Yeah. And that's why I say, bring this full circle, I can make $100 a day. I could make $100 a day. You can't. You just broke your parlay with Florida State. So. I did see, look, look, I saw, <laughs> I did see Scott Van Pelt. You know how Stanford Steve on his show, when now he's on college game day yeah. this morning. So he did six picks. Well, uh, Thursday night, uh, Scott Van Pelt put an eight pack together, eight okay. picks, $100. 
would pay out $17,295. Crazy. I can't remember what they were. I could go back and look on the TV. Look at it. But he put eight together that would have paid out $18,000. That's where it's so fun is when you're parlaying it and you're building the legs. Yeah. You just... (laughs) You get anything over two or three legs, the odds are heavily against you. Correct. Um, Well, the odds of pulling a number one draft pick this year were stacked against us. And we pulled a Bryce Young. A Bryce Young, man. Listeners, you know, it's a good deal on a Bryce Young Carolina Panthers. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, no. Um, anyway, that the, the ever-changing landscape in college football. And it's in full throat this week. Uh, week zero last week. Nice little throwback. I like it. Yep. Uh, week one. And so we're ready to rock and roll. Um, Heck, yeah. Let's... Let's get into football, pro that is, um, on a regularly scheduled podcast on Thursday. We'll yeah. do that we'll opening night because everybody will be Patrick Mahomes Chiefs hosting the, the Lions, the up-and-coming Lions from last year, and uh, your Chiefs, Super Bowl rings getting heavy, two fingers, um, recently, and, uh, and we got a lot of topics. I... I, I we got the Trey Lance trade to Dallas. Uh, I, I, got a, I got a lot of things to say about that. Unless we want this podcast today to go six hours, um, there's a lot to be said about when your head coach and your is he the star quarterback? I guess. Yeah. And they don't know what the general manager, president, and owner is doing. And apparently, his son Stephen was whatever. Um, that would make me nervous if I'm a head coach and a star quarterback. Absolutely. That you're trading a comparable pick to what I was, a fourth round to the 49ers to get a young quarterback. Yeah. Oh, they're not going to be good until he's gone. And then, and then, and then, <laughs> you're, his, such, you're such a Dallas. No, fan. and then his son takes over, <laughs> and at least he's a little more level headed. He's maybe like Harold Steinbrenner. But you see what the Yankees are today, you know, a below place. 500 team. So, I don't know. But uh, lots going on, man. Lots going on. Um, football, I mean, baseball winding down and football just getting started. Absolutely. Um, I'm excited. I'm excited to be back on air. Me too. Oh, man. A year in the making. Um, when we talk about that, the NFL on Thursday, yeah. don't let me forget, I love wrestling. <laughs> And not, not college wrestling, not Olympic wrestling, but WWE pro wrestling. And um, I want you to look at um, some championship belts they have for okay. football teams. And so we went from turnover chains and um, belts that the players would give each other and all the stuff. And now we had WWE's capitalized on that. You remember when guys would come over to the sidelines and grab some kind of belt, a turnover belt? Yeah. Oh, yeah. On a, well, WWE is pretty smart because uh, they can market some stuff and they have some belts out there that you, can, as a fan, can buy. Um, no cool. different than those rings we looked at. at oh, um, yeah. At the, the World Series show. rings. Yeah, and, and, the, and the NFL uh, mm-hmm. ring, all the championship rings um, that that guy was selling, the replica. I guess you call it a replica, even though yeah. it's not real, real. It's But anyway, WWE's done some of that. So I was going to kind of wrap up the podcast because we like talking about 
autograph things like the Bryce Young helmet. Yeah, again, yeah, yeah. You know, that, that we were able to, so lucky. I, when we sat there, I said, there's no way we'll pull one out of 26. And then to find out it's really one All out of, of 276 <laughs> yeah. picks in the, in, the, in the 2023 NFL draft. And we were able to pick the guy that got drafted first. So that was really cool. So it got me thinking. I, I got lots of autograph stuff. Lots of it irrelevant to most people. Um, but if you could get one autograph, dead, alive, president, entertainer, sports person, uh, billionaire, um, history hero, villain, whatever. If you could get wow. one autograph. One autograph for an investment or just to say you had, um, who would that one autograph be? Well, you know I'm a sucker. I'm a sucker for autographs. Yes, me too. I am a very, very big sucker for autographs. I don't know. You kind of make it hard now that you say dead or alive, non-sports, sports. That that may shift it a little. Mm -hmm. If we're talking sports. Okay. This is going to bother you. So I'm just going to go and put it out there. I get bothered a lot. I got bothered bothered for 32 straight minutes talking about um, <laughs> realignment. Yeah. Because I don't have it, mm-hmm. it would be Michael Jordan. Yeah. I, I don't have a Michael Jordan autograph, and I'd love to have one. Part two of the question, sorry, is, okay, I have a Michael Jordan autograph sitting right here. Do you want it just to have it? Or would you want to see him sign it? Oh, it's way cooler when you see somebody sign it. Correct. Yeah, it's way cooler because you're you're part of the experience. You're yeah. part of the the history of the piece. Then, mm-hmm. yeah. so I'd much rather have something he signed because so, I'm, I'm not buying it, and I'm not, I'm not wanting it as right for me personally. It's not a big investment. No, right. No, 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 I'm not. No. I'm not trying to flip it to make big money. Right. Anything like that. So if you had been at a Hornets game and had a blue and purple and teal basketball, miniature basketball, and he happened to be walking by, and you stuck it in your kid's hand because he probably's not signing it for you, (laughs) and uh, and you go, he goes, Mr. Jordan, Mr. Jordan, and you watch him sign it, that would be cool. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe maybe not on all Hornets. I knew you were going to say that. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it'd still be cool, but I'd rather have like a Chicago ball or... Maybe even a White Sox baseball or no, something. No, you want a pair of Air Jordan 1s uh, or something signed by him. Yeah, that would be cool. Yeah, or sure the Air Jordan 1s. When I saw the thing on Luke May and the May boys today, those basketball players for Carolina, and it may be other sports, all I heard was basketball. They get a pair of one a year yeah. of like Jordan shoes. Yeah, football gets it too, I know. Oh, wouldn't it be cool to have the Carolina blue like Air Jordan 1s? Yeah. Oh. Not not the red, black, and white ones, but the. Um, so I figured the Jordan piece would bother you. Yeah, but, yeah, but yeah. You, you have a Jordan autograph. Yeah, like you, Jordan. Yeah. But it's it. not on purpose. Yeah. You know, honestly, the answer for me would have been Muhammad Ali, mm-hmm. but I have a Muhammad Ali autograph. Yeah. So so do I. I I, I struggle <laughs> with being Muhammad Ali and not Cassius Clay, but. I really, really, really want a Cassius Clay autograph, but they're few and far between. And how much must they cost to get? I mean, you would have to hope for like a Louisville estate sale, somebody in Louisville, Kentucky that had it. When he was a young boxer or something. There was a really cool fight poster that was being auctioned off not not long ago. Mm -hmm. And it was an authentic fight poster like that was hung up uh, when he fought. Uh, But he signed it, Muhammad Ali, Mm -hmm. 
AKA Cassius Clay. See, if I had both signatures really on cool. there, <clears throat> yeah, that's so. See, yeah, I, I would have loved to have had that, but that was an auction. And once you get yeah. in the auction, oh, it's, it's, so it's, it's hard. And I have a notebook at home, like of all the autographs I have, and uh, I love it. And until I had a kid, I used to try to do it. And then if I can get him on the back end, you know, when he's done with college. I might pull it out and try to get it again, but for what? Of course. You know, it's just something I won't, because they're not really investment pieces. They're it's, not. But it's fun. Yeah, it is. It's it fun. really is. It really is. Uh, um, it really is. It's, um, one I mean, of, I even have wrestling autographs. Oh, like Stone Cold Steve Austin is not a real person. I mean, he's a person, but he's not a. The more obscure it is, I think the more I like it. I heard you say that to the guy at the card shop today. I yeah. have I have a random uh, Vanna White and Pat Sajak autograph. No way. <laughs> See, now, I would think that's cool because I'm a big Wheel of Fortune junkie. You yeah, know? it's just uh, obscure stuff I love like that. That, that so would I think be it's so cool. cool. I, I love um, that. I love that kind of stuff. Um, I would love to have a Tiger Woods autograph, too. I don't have a Tiger. I, I get like um, bunch of tigers yeah there. i know you uh, have several things signed yeah, by him uh, he and what bothers me is i've been from me to you with him six times yep never said a word but just had something like yeah here. sure not so, once i've had to buy every auto he could have put the tw on anything and he just and now i know why he was in a hurry to see a girlfriend or something i get that <laughs> but uh but yeah he just never Sign. All right, so I got a couple follow-up questions for you on that. But before mm-hmm. we do that, I want to hear your answer to that question. Oh, mine's easy. Mine is so easy because it's so expensive. I'm pretty sure I know what it it's, is. It's not Jordan, and it's not anybody I have, and it's not a president or anything. It's not even in sports, is no, it? No, and I'm bothered by the fact in sixth grade I should have <laughs> gone and seen Ronald Reagan because he signed autographs. But anyway, mine is real simple, and it's not skinny Elvis, right? Because Skinny, Skinny Elvis knew he could sing and yeah. was going to be famous, but he didn't know he was famous. He was just doing it, right? Those, what do you call those, hayride circuits yeah. where they went around and they just sang and, and, and did whatever. I want 1970s, rings on every finger, karate jumpsuit. Oh, yeah. When I know I'm famous and I ain't got to <laughs> sign it, but I'm still going to sign it, Elvis Aaron Presley. That's what I want. Oh, cool. I, I want some Elvis and... Uh, Damn. And I, I'll look at some of those auctions and those jumpsuits he wore. Oh, yeah. Gosh, they're just so expensive. I mean, how cool would <laughs> it how be? Cool Somebody walks it, in your house and you got an Elvis fucking Presley jumpsuit there and a signed piece of Elvis. Yeah. I, I, but, but, but then you'd be mad when it's retirement time and you threw an extra 25000 away for something like that. Right. You'd be like, ah, oh, <laughs> man, oh, I need to sell this now. But, but Elvis, cool. Elvis is my guy, dude. What's your favorite autograph in your collection now? Uh, Payne Stewart is important because he won at Pinehurst and he's not alive. And that was so tragic when he wins and then the plane crashes and the sports world just kind of watched for that to happen. Um, The best athlete... It probably is Tiger Woods or Michael Jordan, but the best autograph, man, growing up in in, in Charlotte and uh, the AA affiliate of the Baltimore Orioles, it's Cal Ripken. Oh, yeah. Uh, sure. I mean, just 
Cal Ripken and, and, and everything I have from Cal is signed in person, whether at card shows or Team USA baseball function at Durham Bulls Athletic Park or Chantilly, Virginia at a show or a baseball game. It, and, 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 and his is watered down because he saved baseball. I know you young kids don't believe that, but in the, the, to break the consecutive game streak and baseball coming off a strike that year, he saved baseball before your whole Sosa, McGuire, home run derby type stuff. Um, and it just, that team I've always pulled for, it's not a, it's not a new thing in my life. It was, um, it's going to be a Cowboys player or an Orioles player. And I would just give the nod to, to Cal Ripken. Um, Emmett Smith's important, all-time leading rusher. Um, Michael Irvin, Troy Aikman, the Cowboys. Uh, Tom Landry was really cool. I'm bothered by that I have Tech Schramm, but I do not have Gil Brandt, who just passed the other day. And he's set the whatever you call it, not motto, moniker, or whatever, of America's team. But yeah. I, I wish I had that. Um, I do not surprisingly have Jerry Jones's autograph. Really? Yeah. Don't think I want it out of protest. <laughs> I just think he doesn't give a damn. He's, he, he runs a franchise that's worth $9 million. He doesn't give a rat's ass about me. Um, but um, uh, I got Jimmy Johnson. Um, but let's let's Cal Ripken. That's the answer to your question. I can, I can ramble on for another hour. But, yeah, sure. uh, let's go Cal Ripken Jr. Yeah. Okay. Mine's probably my Muhammad Ali one. Yeah. Because Muhammad Ali is my all-time favorite I, athlete. There's a close second, though. See, and it's I, I not love an the art, Okay, I love the artwork of Muhammad Ali and stuff you have. I love the autographs. Um, it would be too cliche to have the boxing gloves and stuff, or the um, the boxing shoes, you yeah. know. But um, but I, and, and I'm glad you care about boxing of that time frame. Oh, absolutely. Versus the show today. Yeah. But, um. But but I knew yours would be Cassius Clay, Muhammad Ali. I knew that'd be your favorite. Sure. Uh, but but I know Jordan and him are right there, and I get it. I, I give Jordan a lot of shit, but he, he changed basketball. He's the yeah. So who's the second or third on that list that's weird for you? That's not sports. That that's my favorite, right? Okay. I have an autographed picture. Of Percy Sledge. When a man loves a woman, Percy Sledge? I got to meet Percy Sledge. And he autographed it in person for me. And I actually got to speak and have a conversation with Percy. Are you kidding me? For about 10 minutes, which was really cool. So that's one of my favorites. Now, see, we were supposed to be wrapping this up. I could ask ask a hundred questions. First of all, how do you meet Percy Sledge? And, And you know what? I've heard stories. I have a, a friend that mailed a CD, that'll tell you the time frame, to an artist. And they were past their artist prime. Sure. And they called. Not only did they sign the CD, but they called the number of the letter that they mailed to him and talked. Sent them wow. the CD back. So I think it's not going to happen with Jordan. He's too rich and too whatever. Of course. But there are going to be some fringe superstars that you liked that at some point in their career will sign and tell you stories and spend time with you. If you ever get a chance to watch the movie The Wrestler, um, 
with Mickey Rourke and uh, Marissa Tomei. Um, he was kind of a wrestler who was at his prime, like a ECW type wrestler. And at the end of his life, he's doing these signings, you know, yeah. for like fifteen people and stuff. But and they're just jonesing to tell you stories. But there'll be some guys and gals we pulled for that on the back end are willing to tell you all kinds of stories. Yeah. You know, all, all kind of neat things. All right. Last autograph question. Okay. And you may have already answered this. One autograph you don't have mm-hmm. off of one of your favorite teams. Keep it sports related. Yeah. Um, I, I, I have every Cowboys player I've ever wanted. Same with the Orioles, inclusive of like Frank Robinson. Every Carolina Hurricanes player that was on a winning team, except Paul Coffey, but that wouldn't be the one I would want. And then NC State, I just about have every one. Um, That's hard that I don't have off of one of the sports teams. You wouldn't know the tight end for the Cowboys that I don't have. Jay Novacek, that would be nice to have. But um, you know what? When I was growing up, there were safety and a cornerback of the Dallas Cowboys, Michael Downs, and Everson Walls. I do not have their autograph, and I would like to have it. They turned me on. I'll never forget opening a Dallas Cowboy Weekly and seeing a gold tooth with a star in it and I was addicted to the Cowboys from that day forward. So you know it, it would be it would be that or it'd be one of those Cowboys players from those seventies and eighties or it would be to get LeBron James in person. Yeah, that would be cool. Yeah, that that's be right. cool. That'd be cool. That'd be cool. So you who, said, who would you? Yeah. So name your Cowboys again. Who are they? Everson Walls and Everson Michael Walls. Downs, and they were both defensive players. Yes. Yep. So I don't. Know I think you players. recognize them from the catch from Dwight Clark. You'll see them running okay. in the back of the end zone <laughs> with their hands up, and uh, they're they're not knocking the ball down. Yeah, that's funny. Yeah. So anyway, but uh, but yeah, who would you get that you um, don't have? Man, there's probably a few, honestly. I think I think my top one, I was actually talking to somebody about it today, probably be Julius Peppers. Oh, yeah. That's so, a good one to have. I'm a he really, was a freak athlete. He was. Basketball and football. I'm a really big fan of Julius Peppers. He's from Nash County, which mm-hmm. is the same county I'm from. Yep. Um, just different areas in there. So, and he's just, he's, he's a very low-key kind of guy. He didn't sign a ton of autographs yeah. like you see a lot of superstars yeah. do. And, yeah. I would just, you. I'd love to have one. And he has a really nice signature, too. Yeah, I would love to have some kind of, if you made it, football, basketball, jersey, kind of half-half. That'd be pretty cool. Ooh. Yeah, that'd be cool. And have him sign, like, the front being the basketball and or the football or vice versa. Some kind of cool shadow box where you could show both basketball and football. Because people don't understand. It'd be like having, the answer is Bo Jackson. Ah, yeah. I do not have Bo Jackson. I don't have that's Bo Jackson either. That is the end. That's who I want. That's my mission. Okay. Bo Jackson. That these kids don't know who he is, but yeah, Bo talk Jackson. about a freak of nature. Yes, that's, that's who it is. is. Damn Bo Jackson. And you could have Bo Jackson football, Raiders, Royals. Ooh, that would be cool. <laughs> that would be so so freaking cool, man. 
All right, Bo Jackson's my answer. I take it back. Bo Jackson, even though it's not somebody I pull for, I don't have that's his autograph. Cool. Yeah, that's and, pretty uh, cool. And I, I would like to have that. I really wish I hadn't gotten rid of some of those. I, I wish Kyle were here. Sorry, Kyle. Kyle's not here today. But um, when I was growing up in NASCAR country, I wish I had gotten and kept Daryl Waltrip, yeah. Richard Petty, Kel Yarborough, Bobby, Donnie, Davey Allison, all those, Tim Richmond, all those guys that I grew up, Dale Sr., watching NASCAR, that I would go to those kind of races, and they were signing stuff for everybody, but I didn't realize at 12 or 13 years old. I just didn't get it. I saw it, and I thought, this is good enough. I didn't have a way to capture it. I should have gotten, and Richard Petty had the best loop-de-loop Richard Petty autograph. I've got one. Oh, and and for me to not have kept or or saved or could find that stuff, it is so disappointing. I, I really wish I had... Those NASCAR autographs, that oh, that would have been nice to have. Yeah. Because he's got to be 85, 86 years old and going to be passing soon, and I, I will have missed my opportunity. And it's so very sad because I had access to those guys growing up in Charlotte. There were, they were, they were two or three races a year down there. Yeah. And, um, and guys I knew, dads in the neighborhood, did a lot of mechanical stuff with that kind of industry that led into NASCAR. Not like today, where you can do whatever and get on these teams and stuff. But, um, oh, yeah, I do regret some of that. I, I could go on and on. We need an episode of just autographs. Because, <laughs> um, like the guy at the car shop said yeah. today, to teach these kids how to protect cards and what things are worth and stuff. Yeah. Sure. But, uh, anyhow. But, yeah, great questions, man. I, yeah. I can't, yeah. I don't hey, know. we have a Bryce Young one now. I know. <laughs> uh, I just, we'll, uh, I, 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 I get the Julius Peppers because when you're my age and you watch a guy that can be so good and athletic on the basketball court and football and do things, jump so high and do and run so fast and stuff. I, Julius Peppers. It, immediately, my head went to Bo Jackson. That tells you how good an athlete yeah. these guys are. And that's that's the autograph I wish I had. Wish I had. And it's not one of the team related. He's he's a generational piece because people oh, yeah. don't they don't remember the Nike Bo nose ads yeah. and stuff. So. I do think I'm gonna be very close to acquiring a Pete Rose autograph. I don't have Pete Rose. <laughs> mm-hmm. He has a ton of autographs out there. It's one particular one though. Oh no. And he signed a few of them like this. Mm-hmm. It's it's inscribed has mm-hmm. an inscription on it. And it simply says, I'm sorry I bet on baseball. That's awesome. Sign Pete Rose. Now, that's good. He could make a killing I'm signing gonna, it that way. I'm going to add that to my collection, I believe. That's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. I, I Pete Rose does not bother me at all. No. I, no. I don't have any problem. He did not throw games. To no, battle. no. He was too competitive. <laughs> but, so. yeah. But, yeah. the um, We need to do a one-off. On autographs, that would be cool. Well, we'll uh, we'll share a photo out on all our social media channels. <laughs> yes, <of> Bryce Youngs. <laughs> so we'll we'll shoot that out. We'll we'll put it on everywhere you can find us. That's right. So Twitter, or as you like to say, X. It's X. Yes, X. <laughs> Facebook, Instagram. Follow us. Interact with us on uh, at the Catback. And then uh, we'll, we'll we'll start putting some pictures out yeah. there, some of this stuff, and and see where we go from there. And dude, how awesome is it to be back? Oh, it's good. Yeah. I am, I've been 
We've had some venue changes yeah. and some studio but changes. For three weeks, we've been texting. Got to talk, got to talk. Got a lot of stuff going on. And that's why we can't cover it all tonight. But we will, 34, 35, 36, we'll, we'll get it's our coming. arms around baseball and football. And um, and then we'll see if we can't throw something in there on the autograph stuff. Seems to be a theme here. We're back. Oh, Football's back. Oh, yeah. Everything's back. Um, Back and better than ever, right? Can't wait. Can't wait. All right, as always, I'm Joey. And I'm Kenny.